Last night we let the liquor talk. I can't finish it. Come on. <laughs> I don't remember the song. What the fuck? We only I heard it 75 it times my, in two I got days. it out of my head immediately. Bro. I'm not kidding. You don't like Lil Dirk? The Lil Dirk was good. <laughs> what does that mean? That was better than... What was the song that you were just singing? <laughs> you're, you're ignorant. This guy's a liar <laughs> and a poser. Welcome to yes. Requiem for a Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Adam Pecora here with Justice. And Ricky on the sidelines. How's it going? There we go. That was Ricky from the sidelines. He'll chime in when necessary. Yeah. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to Requiem for a Tuesday. It's available everywhere. You know the gist. Check all the links in the description below. You can check out more things about the show. We got merch. Welcome to my show, Microwave Minutes. All right, here we are. Yep. Pitch us, Justice. Um, let's hear it. Nashville Eats. Top right now. Demos. Demos? Dinos. <laughs> Not Demos. Yeah, well, that's the best one. You don't get to take the best one. What? Really? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's great. Well, no, it was not a matter of who had the best top pick. It was a matter of your personal opinion. You made it seem like it was a draft. No. Well, it, it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at adam.rfat. Uh, Justice is at, what did you change it to now? Chef Juice. That's your at? Well, there's two F's and two J's. Okay. Yeah. Write that down, everybody. I'm It'll be different in two weeks. It's microwaveminutes.com. Microwaveminutes.com. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we don't have to do it. We don't have to do a whole lead in. I did it. I said, welcome to my show. Yeah. People this is definitely, my show pe- now. People definitely knew what the website was based on you not saying what it was. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Put it in there. Links all in the description below will take you to a lot of different places. Yeah, and so many places. They'll maybe lead to Justice's show. Yeah. Listen to so multiple. Check them all out. That's all. That's my plug. Well, listen to this show first. No. <laughs> <laughs> and share it and do all that. All right. So we're talking Nashville. Only it wasn't m- supposed to be, but I guess you could say it was meant to be. Uh, nobody even knew that we were. Yeah, it was supposed to be a New York recap, and it was said so on the show. I believe it was said on the yeah, show. Yeah, it was that said I don't on the remember. show. People were expecting a New York recap. Well, from yeah, us that's definitely we've been so true. Many times. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have. I definitely said that we were going somewhere, and I wouldn't have said the place that we didn't know we were going to. And we ended up in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, really, just a disaster from start to finish. No, I mean, it was a, a stuff of legends. You know, it was. I mean, things that won't happen again for sure because we weren't supposed to be there at all. Well, I wasn't gonna <laughs> let this fucking place bring me down anymore. I wasn't gonna <laughs> let the cinder blocks of Chicago around my ankles take me to the bottom of the lake. I wasn't gonna do it. I was swimming towards the air with all the vigor in my heart. And I just wasn't drowning that day. And it was the first sh- Big snow of, you know, it was the only time it snowed like since Halloween. I feel like it. That's true. Listen, having a birthday in January (laughs) is hell. All you know is misery. People act like, oh, it's your birthday. Aren't you excited? It's like, have you been anywhere? It's brutal. 
it is a fr- it's worse than being in a freezer. Yeah. I would I literally used to work at a grocery store and I would go to work on my birthday and standing in the freezer would have warmed me up from being outside. And people would be like, "Well, why'd you come to work on your birthday?" And it's like, I don't that's, really care. That is why. That's actually, because I'd I be can, miserable. Can confirm. I'd be miserable <laughs> either way, so I may as well get paid. It was a polar vortex for my birthday, at least two Every or three time? times. Uh, two or three times in my life. Fifty percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <am> January <laughs> is the worst weather in Chicago. Yeah, or yeah. February. Yep. December's chill almost all the time. Anyway. You get a good snow for Christmas, which is nice. You no, know, it isn't nice, and we didn't. Yeah, because it snowed on January 18th <laughs> instead. It was the 12th. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we thought we were going to New York City on January 12th of this year. Uh, had a lot planned. Uh, we had... Like a lot. <laughs> a lot. Tickets purchased to things, non-refundable, including the plane ride home uh museum tickets reservations at many establishments um i i looked back at the receipts the planning the first booking happened for the hotel in september yeah of 2023 the the flights were booked in Either October or November, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. We were super locked in. We had paid for everything else before December had ended. So we were just ready to roll. Nothing but glitter in our eyes. Dust on our toes, you know? And waiting you know, to take off. Once you could see the the date. In the weather app, you know, it's like 11 days out or 10 days out, whatever it is. I was peeking it daily, and it was fine, and it was fine, and it was fine, and it was fine, and it was fine. And then it wasn't. And then it was supposed to snow. And then it was supposed to snow more. And then it was supposed to be colder. (laughs) And then it was supposed to be windy. And then by the time it was three days before, it was a, a national advisory that like nobody should come anywhere near this place because you can't. You won't be able to see, you won't be able to drive, you won't be able to do anything. So nobody come here no matter what <laughs> for a- under any circumstances. And it's like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, that'll pass, right?" Cuz you know how often giant storms that they warn you about don't happen. Almost never. It's like the only time they're ever right about the weather is when they're like, oh, no. This is going to be bad. On this day, you're all fucked. Yep. And there's nothing you can do about it. They said that. And they meant it. For that Friday. (laughs) Yeah. And they were wrong about the storm the night before, and that's why I knew it was over. We were supposed to get a precursor storm the night before, and nothing happened. And everybody goes, look, nothing happened. You guys are good. Don't worry about it. And you know what I hate more than... More than the fact of a big storm is somebody just trying to be nice. I've never liked it ever in my life when somebody's just trying to be nice. When all logic and reason points to a harsh negative reality. Reality, Weather ladies (laughs) and men. No, no, not the people on the weather. The people on the weather were telling the truth. It's just everybody else who's like, oh, well, I know you. 
And since I know you're going on a trip, I'll just say things that are positive. Oh, it'll pass. You guys will be fine. Planes fly in the snow. It's like you guys aren't listening to what the... It's a severe winter storm in which they're saying you can't use the roads. Oh, so the plane will just take off. Because it just levitates straight up and doesn't need traction or vision or anything else to go. It's just like there's no plane. They weren't pre-grounding flights, but that never happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't to, coming down But yet. to act like what the news was, like you hear the news, you read the news as to what the weather's going to be. Yeah. And then you go, yeah, but your plane will go. It's like you're lying to me. I know that it won't. And now I have to argue with you about how I know that my trip will be ruined. You know what I mean? Oh, like I get it. I'm You're just talking made about the people be... that didn't cancel the flight beforehand. No, I'm not. Known. I'm speaking incredibly clearly about what I'm saying, <laughs> I think. And it's just, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, I'll bring shots of Evan Williams. <laughs> we'll evoke things of the trip and justice will be nice and loose. And maybe he'll just hear me. Yeah, you're talking about <laughs> canceling the flight. They should have canceled the flight beforehand. That's what you're saying. That's not, but that's also true. That's also true. Yeah. And anyway. In so many words, they should have just done that. Because then we wouldn't have been lied to it until the very, very last Correct. Minute. I wasn't talking about anyone with any authority. <laughs> I, as I said, got I it, meant like I people we know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How like your coworker would look you in the eye and go like, ah, you'll be fine. That I think that happened. Correct. <laughs> it happened to all of us. There's no doubt. I didn't have to confirm that with either of you to know that. That's true. But what I'm, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's more annoying than anything. And then you're like, no, <laughs> my flight is going to get canceled. And it's just like, well, why am I arguing that with this person? You know what I mean? They're putting me into a box because I just don't just be nice to me. Just be real with me. I want to have a real conversation. I don't want to have a fake one. So stop telling me my plane's going to take off. It's not. I know it's not. And it didn't. The worst part about that is that at the time that we were supposed to take off, the original flight that was delayed that was supposed to take off at 830 was taking off. And during... Uh, slight correction. We'll get there. We're going to circle back for everybody that's listening. I, I took a long time ranting on that intro, I understand. But it was the 655 flight. Oh, my God. That's so much earlier. Yeah. It was the one of the first flights out that day that uh, only the, made it out. It was yeah. the... So, anyway. Okay, here we go. We wake up at 6 in the morning yeah, for a fuck? 10 a.m. flight because you technically have to... But you don't have to. There's nobody at the fucking airport. We could have got there at 9.15 for a 10 a.m. flight, and we would have made it. So, whatever. I listened. Don't That's listen. Real? Don't listen. <laughs> anyway, we have... I wake up. Ricky's already up. Got the, got the news on. Nothing is flying in. Nothing's flying in or out till till seven a.m. is what they say because it's six a.m. and they just can't be definitive. They're too it, tired. It looks worse and worse as time goes on. They keep cutting to people outside, and it is a disaster out there. <laughs> I mean, snow is blowing sideways at such an unbelievable pace. 
that it's like, why we shouldn't even go. Like, was my thought the whole time. But it's like, you know what? Still have to just go. Got to put the effort forth. The flight has not been canceled. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the walk to the train is... Relentless. <laughs> nothing but a giant red flag yeah. waving in front of our eyes the entire time. I said out loud walking there. I'm like, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. We we we're said it going. we said it the whole way to the Several train. Several times. I was I had to shake mounds of snow off of <laughs> it's a ten minute walk. Fifteen, let's be real. It took it's thirty fi- minutes. <laughs> it it took about twenty minutes for sure <laughs> instead of fifteen. And I had to shake snow off of me multiple times just to lose the weight. <laughs> I was carrying extra. It was baggage. heavy snow. Yeah, my and bags. I already had a suitcase. Yeah, yeah, my <laughs> bags were covered in snow. It made, you know, it was just terrible. I was wiping things off, just getting hit with ice in the eye. And it's <laughs> like, oh, cool! This is gonna shoot right into a jet engine that's trying to take off. Like, I don't want to take off in this weather. <laughs> I would be a wreck, and we would die. <laughs> and. You know, whatever. We finally make it to the train. It was brutal. I mean, it was brutal. It reminded me of like walking home after sledding as a kid. And you're like, I knew I shouldn't have went out. Everybody in that house told me I shouldn't have gone out. And I just had so much vigor and delusions of grandeur that I was like, oh, I'm going to party and it's going to be fun. And you guys are all fucking stupid. And I'm. 12 and I'm a genius <laughs> The snow pants are wet from the knees And I'm down. like <laughs> I don't even need waterproof gloves Shut up the fuck up Like these black fabric gloves Will be fine <laughs> Even though it's 11 degrees <laughs> It's almost my birthday So I'm going out in the blizzard <laughs> And then you come home And you you think your hands are going to fall off Because they're wet and they're cold <laughs> But you don't take the gloves off Because that couldn't be better And your pockets are filled with snow And everything's filled with snow And all of your adrenaline is just Gone You have no energy negative. You're carrying a sled that weighs more than your body weight <laughs> And it's all a bad decision And, and you, the whole time you're just crying and angry And that's what it was like Just getting to the train your mom goes, I told you. Yeah, yeah, you just get ragged on for it. Nobody feels bad for you, and they really shouldn't. I mean, it is the right lesson to learn. <laughs> Don't be that stupid. <laughs> and, at, yeah, by the time we got to the train, I was like, all right, we're that stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then whatever, you know, train ride's a train ride, so that's nice and easy. You get to the airport, you know, nothing easy. to note. No, Great. Piece of cake. People really undervalue the commute to O'Hare in Chicago. It's frankly annoying. Everybody's like, I'm going to catch an Uber. I'm not going to ride the L and take forever. You catch the Uber, you sit in traffic, and it takes longer. If people got more Ubers out of O'Hare and commuted in instead it would be so much less in congestion. No, people Uber out like crazy too, and the, the the inbound is worse than the outbound traffic. That's what I'm saying. We need a little bit of a trade off on that. So take less Ubers to O'Hare. No, take but them from no, but taking them from is also the, the tra- As I said, the inbound traffic is worse than the outbound traffic. So yeah, you should not take Ubers from O'Hare. You should always take the, always take the train from the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the biggest thing this city got right. Is, is that blue line get, into O'Hare? You can get to both airports from the public transportation system. Orange line system. from Midway, yeah, it's nice. 
It's the whole thing. It's really nice. Especially Midway. I mean, uh, well, Midway you can Uber to because there's no traffic. Yeah. Around it the pickup or at, at it. Midway is easier you're than allowed the to park at there. O'Hare, that's yeah. for sure. At O'Hare, if you're stopped for more than 11 seconds and someone doesn't approach your vehicle, Accident. you will be screamed at to move. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's it's horrible. It's just horrible. Anyway, so we roll right up. You go right to the airport transit system, which is right there. We have to go to the international terminal, which is dreaded. Weird that we had to do that. Well, it's because it's New York. It makes sense. But was that a plane that was going to go international right after? Is that's that... what I would assume, but okay. I don't think so either way. But I think just like a uh, flight to New York counts as international just because of what, you know. Yeah. That's the chain of events. And really, one we breeze right through security. There's nobody there. Like, I held up the people behind me because nobody was in front of me and I wasn't ready. That's how few people were there. You got to be kidding me. So we walk right There's through. There's nobody here. We walk right through. And as soon as we get through, we look at the board. Our flight has been changed. It's now like Just two delay. hours later. Oh, that's true. That's or it's true, like an yeah. hour later only at first. So as soon as we get there, yeah, it's delayed. I'm getting phone updates now. Like, I think I didn't have signal on the tram or something. But then all of a sudden... It updates, and yeah, whatever. So we're like, okay, it's late 45 minutes. You look out the window of the airport, you can't see more than 10 feet in front of the window. So you're like, yeah, this just isn't happening, like naturally. So like, all right, we're through security. We're at the terminal now. Let's get some breakfast. (laughs) Nothing fucking better on earth than airport McDonald's breakfast. It hits home like nothing else. And what happens... We get to Terminal 5. The entire fucking terminal doesn't have a fucking McDonald's. Fun fact, I guess. Not a fun fact in that moment, that's for sure. That was fucking awful. We walk through. We go straight to our gate. Just be like, okay, here's our gate. Does it say our flight? Okay, good. That's chill. I would have gotten McDonald's an hour earlier if I knew. I passed at least three before I got there. Right. We walk through... Back towards, like, the entry to the terminal, there's just a Burger King and then a Dunkin' right at the entryway. Three Fronteras, no McDonald's. No, there's one Frontera. <laughs> no, there was, there's at least two in O'Hare. Well, I know, but we were in one terminal. You're telling me... Th- I know. Okay, but there's multiple McDonald's in O'Hare. This is the crux of... Not in of- five. Correct. That's yeah. the issue. But there wasn't two Fronteras in five. There was only one in, in five. Correct, which is what we're talking about. They're playing to their international audience, you know. But that's the irony, is that McDonald's is the in fuck? the most places. <laughs> that's so aggravating. They're like, oh, we don't need it in the one place where everybody else well, has Well, and it. then here's the double kicker. The Dunkin' is a kiosk. They, like... Don't have sandwiches. They have two sandwiches, and they're on, like a, like, a piece of copy paper... Not on any official menu at all. And these dudes are definitely using like an Amazon microwave to make them. And not Cisco any products. type of like Dunkin' official no. hardware, which is already dog shit because hardware. their hot food is terrible. Yeah. That is not my top choice of breakfast sandwich or wrap or whatever the fuck. Right. Which I would have dealt with over Burger King in terms of. Because why would you ever? 
get Burger King as the choice unless you had to. Or you're that drunk or something. I like French toast sticks. Well, not anymore. We'll get there. Uh, because we walked the entire length in the opposite direction of the entire terminal, which is like three times the length of the other side that we had already walked. And like Justice said, there's a Frontera in which you can get like an $18 torta from a white guy. Crazy. And that was I it. almost did it. There was like a couple other things that I've were. done it before. There was a couple other like kiosks with like cold wraps uh. that were from, they were effectively 7-Eleven. No, thank you. Not a good choice. Not a lot of good choices at Terminal 5 at 9 in the morning. So we go, all right, are we going to Frontera? Eight. We do another once over at the Frontera. We go, no. All right, we, we go back to the Dunkin'. No, it's not feasible. So we settle on Burger King breakfast. I swear, I, I think I've, if it happened, I blacked it out. For the first time in my entire life, I had Burger King breakfast. A cursed sandwich. And look. You know, I'm on four hours sleep, walking through a snowstorm. The flight's getting changed around. I'm I'm nervous in general about being on a metal husk in the sky. I'm disoriented, Justice. You're already scared of flying. I'm in no position to be like, Burger King breakfast is a red flag. You know what I mean? Hindsight is 2020, but my vision was 6'3", <laughs> <laughs> you know, at that time. I was completely in position to be brainwashed like that. They and had I crowns. Got, they had crowns you could take if you wanted. I got a croissant and French toast sticks. Delicious. And they were. I should have just got a Whopper, if anything. I was also on 25 milligrams of edibles. And I was I was vulnerable. That's the best word to use. Thank you. And I would never do that. That's, I would never real. do that. That's real. I would never fucking do that. Yeah. We had no choice. And listen, I'd eat McDonald's four times a week, frankly, if I could afford it. Yeah. I can't even afford McDonald's these days. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, my God. But I would never Holy in my shit. fucking life get Burger King breakfast. <laughs> and I, I'll never get over it, frankly. I fucking hate Burger King. So anyway, so it is within our Chris sandwich predicament that we find ourselves crossed with the decision of either going home. I'm getting there, Justice. Yeah. Get there. We got there over that sandwich. Sorry that I'm sorry. This isn't fucking TikTok, Justice. Okay, this is long form entertainment. So if it's all right with you, I'm going to emphasize the point. Yeah. All right. You go there. You, you, know, watch, you, go you watch there. your little gay clips and <laughs> men with dildos or whatever goes on on your little feed, okay? What makes you think that's what my feed is? Because you, you're into pansy shit because you're a fucking sissy boy, okay? 
Anyway, <laughs> as we will prove later on, okay, oh, we'll get there no. too. Here we go. We'll get to Ninnyville justice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, you know, we take the food to the gate, and the sandwich is terrible. It's wet and vaguely warm, I guess I would call Not it. Not crispy whatsoever. Now, the French toast sticks, here's what I'll say. I stacked mine on my sandwich. They were good. And it worked really well. I'll call them good. They had nice crisp edges, and they weren't soggy, which I expected them to be. So- I expected them to be both soggy and hollow. They were neither. They were crispy and not, fluffy. Not yes, they were fluffy, yeah. but not hollow. Yeah, there was a density that existed. Like it wasn't a square of breading with nothing inside. Huge fan. Of the yeah. French toast steak. And the syrup that came with it helped the croissant sandwich. The croissant sandwich, quite possibly the worst thing I've ever <laughs> eaten in my entire life. I mean, it was horrible. <laughs> I, I can't stress it enough that as I was eating it, I was sad. Like, it was really bad. And the later events only exacerbated it so like my memory of it is definitely worse than what it was in the moment but in the moment i was depressed (laughs) with every bite yeah it was a horrible so that was the low point of the experience overall (laughs) yeah that was definitely the worst part of the entire trip and yeah what a way to start it yeah it was honestly if we did get on that plane (laughs) <laughs> I would have caused an, an incident <laughs> because I would have been locked in that bathroom. Oh no! And there was not, you know what I mean? Like, there's just no way that would have worked out well. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I would have had to get some depends at the duty free <laughs> shop. <laughs> so anyway, we're sitting there eating this grovel. Like honestly, I felt like. Oliver Twist didn't have shit on us. You know what I mean? He was eating like a fucking king. We're sitting there eating the grovel, and I just keep getting updates. Oh, your flight's delayed again, and then again, and then again, and then again. And as you looked at the flight status, it tells you, like, the flight history. It was basically supposed to land from New York and then fly right back. So I'm pretty sure what happened is it just couldn't land because of the timing. We just picked the worst time. It was supposed to fly at 10 a.m. It was supposed to land, I think, at 8.30. That entire time was like the peak of the entire storm, which they were saying on the news was supposed to clear up for like two hours and then come back even worse, and it never came back. So literally, we flew at the only bad time was our flight. Yeah. Because the st- it completely cleared up for the rest of the day as we were still at the airport. So the flight gets canceled on the board. I get no update. All of a sudden, they stop updating you. And then they're like, uh, hey, if anything happens with your flight, just check with the app because no one at the register can give you any better information, which is total bullshit and a lie. But either way, nobody was at the thing. They just cleared everybody out and they just updated the board and there wasn't an announcement or anything. The board just changed and everybody left. Whoa. 
And it was like, okay, use the app. And then you use the app and you're like, change flight. And I checked every hour for the next 24 hours. And it just kept saying like, nothing found. And it's like, okay, great. So they're just not replacing it. And I just have no option other than like trying to maybe get standby on like the two flights left. In which everyone will be attempting to do. Yeah, true. And the flight from 6 a.m. literally took off, as Justice said earlier, at our scheduled departure time. Because that was the one time when it was clear. And then the next flight after that probably took off next. Which was like an 8 a.m. flight. Probably took off at like 11. And then there was like one more. That probably took off after that. And then our flight and the flight after ours was canceled. And then the other ones where were like noon or later, we're all still on time because all the flights still needed. The planes needed to get there still. So they didn't need to be delayed at all. And there was no reason to delay any of them because it all cleared up just in time for literally everybody but us. Is that true? That's awful. Yeah. That is true. That's the worst part. Our flight and the one after ours to New York were the only two that were canceled. Now, every flight within that two-hour window was canceled for the entire airport, which Mm. was, I assume, you know, dozens at the least. Yeah. So a lot of people were affected. But in terms of, yeah, strictly... New York. Flights from Chicago to New York, there were only two canceled from our terminal that day. So we could have waited until like later that day. No, because as I said, we couldn't have changed our tickets. What you failed to understand is that just because there's a plane doesn't mean we get to go on it (laughs) because everybody else already bought their tickets for it. Yeah, that sucks. And they don't care. Your flight is just canceled and you're just fucked. They don't like bump everybody one flight later. That sucks. Well, it technically does make the most sense like logistically. Yeah. For them to just fuck over a hundred people instead of then trying to fuck over a hundred people seven times in a row. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So I do get it, but it's also unfortunate that they're just like, there's no help for you. So we got that refunded. Uh but the flight back we just had to eat because we got poor people tickets. And the <laughs> the explanation I got from the chat was like We offer these flights as a value to customers, so we cannot offer refunds or exchanges. And it's like, (laughs) well, that's not what that means. (laughs) Like, because it's a good value does not mean that I shouldn't be able to return it if there's an issue. Yeah. But I did agree to a non-refundable thing, so I, you know. (laughs) You got no choice. Right. I expected to not get a (laughs) refund for it, but I'm just saying that that's the explanation. That's a bullshit explanation. Yeah, I agree. So, we sat there flummoxed. What now? And it was immediately like, all right, let's just go home. And I go, all right, well, let's pump the brakes on that because there's still four days ahead of us here. Yeah. You know? What can we do? So, you look at, oh, we'll go to that Amtrak. We'll take that to New York. It's like, okay, that'll leave at 9.30 tonight. And then get you there at 7 p.m. tomorrow, 
when you were supposed to be there at 1 p.m. on Friday, you'll get there at 7 p.m. on Saturday. And it's like, well, that's not worth any of that because it'll just cost us even more money how much after was, the fact. How much was it again? Oh, it was like, since it was last minute, it was like $140 a ticket. Wow. And then we would have had to pay for the first night of the hotel, even though we weren't going to be staying in it. Right. And then, God forbid, the train gets delayed for any fucking weather reason. And who knows what happens then. Yeah, for real. So that just made no sense. So then it's like, all right, well, as we're looking outside, it makes sense that the planes are taking off. The weather completely clears up. Like, the snow almost completely stops. It's, like, gentle, if anything. But the skies open up. There's, like, complete visibility now all of a sudden. And since it is still snowing just a little, you can see there's no wind. It's just a gentle little flurry. It's like a nice little snow globe painted of the airport outside. Yeah. And... Again, just further reinforces that it's the worst time possible that we could have gone for this. Yeah. Like, could not be more unfortunate. Other than trying to take off and blowing up. Which didn't happen to anybody. So, it could not have been worse than what happened to us. Yeah. And... It's like, all right, well, since the weather is somewhat okay, we got to grab a whip and hit the road. Where are we going? Now, the first thought that came up, Ricky just goes, Ohio. And we kind of just go, probably not. (laughs) Like, for what? And I mean that as an offense to Ohio. You don't have anything to do when it's not nice out. Would you agree? Yeah, not in January. Where would you go in Ohio at any time? Do you have any desired trips to Ohio? Maybe Columbus. I would also like to go to Columbus. That was the one place we thought of. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get some Skyline Chili also. Yeah, I've been to Cincinnati. We were far once. from it. That was the that was the thought behind yeah, that. Yeah, the the southern edge of the Midwest very condensed. Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Louisville are all within ninety minutes of each other, <laughs> and that doesn't seem correct. It's fun. It is fun. <laughs> well, ish. Yeah. Not, not a lot going on. No, in any of those places. <laughs> so I, you could do all three in one day. That would be pretty fun. That'd be a hell of a day, frankly. Yeah, that'd be like a little race. What do we call that? <clears throat> the Hillbilly Diamond? Tri-City Diamond? <laughs> yeah. Right? Needs to be a little better than that. All right, all right, all right. We'll think of it. Yeah, Doesn't what? matter, but it's a nice little diamond. Triangle. Whatever you want to call it. So we're heading for Nashville. But I went to Cincinnati once. I went to I went to Kings Island. That was fun, but that was all we did there, so I don't really remember anything else about it. I don't know anything else about it. Kings Island's an amusement park. Okay. It was formerly Paramount's Kings Island, so every ride was like a movie. That's fun. It was great. They have an Eiffel Tower replica there. Oh. 
It's nice. <laughs> so I want to see some Skyline Chili. I want to see Paul Brown Stadium. And then I'd like to go to Columbus, check a bunch of things out there. There's a zoo, right? I think Columbus has a nice zoo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I assume, I think all of all cities have zoos, I think. Yeah. So I think Cincinnati also has a zoo. <laughs> yes, that's true. Nashville had a zoo. We didn't go. So anyway, we set our sights <laughs> on Nashville, Tennessee. We had talked about going to Nashville. Actually... If you're a fan of the show, we did an episode about our trip to Memphis. We went to Memphis because the train does not go to Nashville. <laughs> uh, so we chose Memphis, which is better, I would say. <laughs> but we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nashville is drivable, and the car made more sense in this situation. So I hopped on Hertz.com. I used my father's trusty work discount code that I have been using for 10 years at this point. Uh, I've used this code while, yes, being under 25 and paying the under 25 fee and still not being questioned for using said discount code. However, at the (laughs) O'Hare Airport, there's a cunt. And this cunt is a middle-aged woman, probably Polish, if I had to guess. Possibly German, which is, you know, race-on-race crime. And I showed up to the reservation that I had booked within minutes on the short airport tram over. And I said, hey, bitch, I'm here to get my car that I just booked. And she said, how are you doing? What's going on? And I'm like, well, I'm all right, I guess. My flight was just canceled. So I just booked this rent-a-car right now, trying to get out before the storm comes back. Because as I mentioned, the storm was supposed to come back. It didn't. But it was supposed to. It was calm. So we thought we were like, we have like one hour to get out of here before yeah. it hits again and it'll be hard to drive. <laughs> and this bitch <laughs> said oh, no. to me, oh, no. All right. Well, let's get you out of here then. I'm like, great. Let's do that. And she goes, blah, blah, blah. Give me your driver's license. Give me your credit card. I give her everything she could have possibly fucking needed in the world to complete what is a routine transaction for a rental car, which in America you're supposed to say, here is money for car and here is my driver's license that says I can drive this car. And then they say, great, we accept money for rental cars. Because this is a capitalist, easy society where money gets you anything you want. Except in this communist bitch's lifestyle, she says, prove to me you deserve this discount code that you have. And I said, here is a photo of the paperwork with the discount card. That is all that I have. And she says, I need a company ID. And I said, I just told you my flight was canceled. I'm not supposed to be renting this car. So why would I have that? (laughs) 
And she says, well, I need something. You don't have an email address? And I go, no, I don't have an email address. Damn. Just give me the card. Like, I put a credit card in the machine already. You are supposed to be processing my payment. And she goes, I need proof. Like, you're not a cop, lady. (laughs) You work at the rental car place of which I'm giving you money right now for the rental car of which I already booked. Yeah. I booked it already. Your job is to just process my booking. Like, who am I? Jerry Seinfeld? Did I have to deal with this at the <laughs> rent-a-car company? I can't just g- get the fuck out of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago just doesn't let you leave because you have to sit in something no matter what. Every time you try to leave, you're either stuck in fucking bumper-to-bumper traffic or your flight gets canceled or the train is delayed. You can't just leave. Sounds like you got to get out more. I tried. (laughs) I tried. And she goes, oh, well then, sorry, I can't honor the price that we already agreed for you to have. (laughs) That you already have inserted your card to pay for. It will go up basically like 25%. Damn. It'll go from like $300 to like, no, it was more than that. It was like, it'll go from $300 to like $500. It was almost 50% increase. That's fucked up. And I'm like, no. And she's like, no. And I'm like, no. And I pull my card out and I tell her to give me my ID and I storm off. Damn. Because I almost went can you get somebody? And I didn't even want to do it. I wasn't even going to deal with it because I was right. Yeah. And I didn't need to be told I was wrong by somebody else after the fact because I was going to have a complete meltdown in the rent-a-car place at the (laughs) airport and I wasn't ready to be that guy because I needed to just get out instead instead of just stirring up a ruckus and then being (laughs) trapped. Oh, my God. So... I look, and there's a rate that's, this time it's like 25% less, and it's near my apartment, so I go, fuck it, we'll book this one, worst case, we just go home from this place, which isn't that far from the apartment, Yeah, this is a last ditch effort, we'll just fucking head, we'll just head home, and hey, this time we're only wasting 20 minutes, so... The slog of the airport tram all the way back to Terminal 1 takes 30 minutes. We have to wait for the L. takes 15 minutes. We get on the L, 40 minutes all the way back. Then we have to take the bus from the L to the rent-a-car place. It takes another 20 fucking minutes. If this dumb fucking cunt would just give us our car, like, we're 90 minutes out of the way. We're already in Indiana. You know what I mean? We're in Crown Point, Indiana, if it's not for this dumb bitch <laughs> who just has to put a, has to be fucking high and mighty. Like, just give me the car. It's the middle of a storm. Why don't you want my money? 
That is terrible. I'm the only one here. There was no line. Yeah, Give me true. the car. Now you have no money. But you didn't say any of that. Well, no shit. That's <laughs> why I'm doing it now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the whole point of this show. This is all for me. Yeah, yeah. This isn't okay. for anybody else. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we make it all the way back. To this other rental place. Basically, we go just past my apartment to this other rental place. I get to the counter. I shit you not. The guy goes, holy shit, how'd you get this rate? <laughs> he goes, this is literally better than my rate, and I work here. <laughs> and I go, yeah, man, it's pretty sweet. And again, it was better than it would have been at the airport. But yeah, it was a steal. That's the only <laughs> reason I ever rent cars and I like road trips is because the rate that I get really is unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> But nobody has ever asked. And I I meant it when I said it to the lady. I was like, listen, bitch. I didn't say bitch. This is not what I said, actually. But what I did say to her is I'm like, literally nobody's ever asked me for what you're asking me for, so I don't know what to show you. Yeah. I'm like, everybody just goes, here are your keys. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what happens when you book a rental car. <laughs> as long as you're not a convicted felon, <laughs> with warrants out and your license is fine they say here are your keys sir thank you yeah for doing business with us i'm 30 <laughs> years old i'm not fucking 17 <laughs> you know what are you asking for like what i'm well past the point <laughs> of any fucking condescending bullshit like that yeah anyway so, yeah, this guy literally goes, damn, great price, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the whip. Have a great time. I literally go, yeah, I'm taking this bitch to Nashville in a snowstorm. He's like, damn, that sounds lit. Have fun. You should check out the Smoky Mountains if you have time. We're like, yeah, maybe. We don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> this guy's like, I don't give a fuck what you do with this car. Exactly. Driving into a fucking ditch. I hate my job. Like, thank God for people like him. For he's like me, the way you should be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that is where we uh, left off, <laughs> and that's where we'll pick back up next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we went to Nashville eventually. We'll get there. Uh, what? If you like what you heard. Tune in next week, and we will tell you the actual trip itself. <laughs> that is just how terrible it was figuring out that that's where we were going. Yeah, that was only the first, like, eight hours, dude. Not even. <laughs> that was from 6 a.m. to noon. To 1 p.m., basically. <laughs> yeah. So we got four days of fun coming up next week. Rate, review, and subscribe to Requiem for Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. Check out all the links in the description below. And remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator. Fatty. <laughs> <laughs>